following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts. Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Hey, Wednesday. Hump day. Hump day. Tommy John. Got a little, more, John, a little more pep in my step today. Feeling good. Not, yep, yep, not all yep. drugged out. <laughs> not all drugged out. How you guys feeling? Good. Yeah? If you put the – is the 48 – I know there's a 24-hour rule for the team. There's usually a 48-hour rule for us. Oh yeah, because we take calls on Onward. Tuesday. We rehash the game yeah. on Monday. Or are, are, have we moved on? Are we looking forward to Green Bay? Looking forward. Yes. Yeah. Yes. How are we feeling about Green Bay? Hey man, I, I, I am. Uh, let me let me say this right here, man. Say it, and, Nate. And, say uh, it. Jesse, Kurt, uh, Kurt, <laughs> Shannon. Beer. Tell y'all something, man. Don't forget the six three brand. And I told <laughs> and I told <laughs> Doug. No, well, you know they already he already trying to replace him with the dude. That's called in the other day, so I'm not going to. Eric. You know, I, I'm with the 6'3 brand, but the dude, he. But anyway, I'm not going to go to. But. The dude. I'm going to tell you something, man. <laughs> I was telling Doug, man, in the back that I am so pumped, you know, because the promise of this team, man, the promise of this team, I'm so pumped. You know, now we got a little chink in our armor when we found out. That Jesse prophesied yesterday that we can't lose another offensive lineman. Here we go. <laughs> but I'm still pumped. It's a home game mm-hmm. going against a great team. Uh, we know their weakness. Is, is they give up the run. So what you got to do is you can't get behind. Mm-hmm. You can't because we know they can rush the passer. Mm-hmm. That leading us right where we're going. Their defense, we they can rush the passer, and they got better than adequate DBs. So they 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 go. So if we can keep it even and run the rock and keep that that magician off the field. All right, let, let's start. Yeah. Right, let's start right there because yeah. we've got Tyron's out, right? Yes, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Who, who else is out on that line? Uh, our right tackle has got a little tightness in the back. Mm-hmm. Back don't get better. Yeah, yeah. He got a little tightness. So now they say so they left tackle and little Connor right Williams. They throwing out left guard. And you got out there getting a little look. And uh, so you got uh, Su- Sua Feely. I'm gonna tell you something, man. What'd you call him, Sila Feely? Sua Feely. It's close. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you him, man. It's it, 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 y'all Who's want Kellum more. Y'all want more Kellum. <laughs> we finna find out about more Kellum. I promise All right, you. So, so you got a com- you have a a compromised offensive Maybe. line. Yes, sir. Yes, okay, sir. So it's compromised for sure. We're tiring out. Yeah. Your right tackles, eh. Yeah. Your left guards, eh. eh. All right. Your center's your not center, back to full strength yeah, yet. Right. He, and that's out of the horse's mouth. He said that. That yeah. he's still trying to get back to full strength. He's not what he once was, but he's t- he's trying to get there. Okay. So what are these guys? Looney, stay on, stay on, stay on hold, Looney. But go ahead on. I'm sorry. <laughs> what are these? So this defense that they're – Facing can rush. They can rush the pass. Not so great in the run game. You can you can you can compromise them in the run game. So should that be the game plan for the Cowboys offensively not, going in? What what should? How do you combat? A, I'm gonna a let weak Jesse start line? out, man, and give his. I'm gonna theory. let Kurt start out. 
Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> I want to let, let Kurt get some. I let Kurt get well, some airtime. Right. I have a question for you all. I'm not. Okay. I'm not the expert here, but how does a team that's so good against the pass, their front line, you assume their front line's pretty good, they're so good against the pass, why aren't they good against the run? Is it their linebackers are weaker? Or what, I, I think that when you're athletic, can I, they, don't, they, they have a few hogs up there in Kenny Clark and, you know, and, and uh, Montavious Adams and stuff like that. They got a few big guys, but these guys, like the Preston Smiths of the world, they, they want to rush the passer. You know, even Big Kenny Clark, he want to. They want to rush the passer. So they're just not focusing so, on them. Mm-hmm. I don't think they concentrate as hard versus the run, which they coach. They coach now. You can tell what they coach saying, bro. Every chance he get, get in the right gap. Do this, man. We got to stop the run. They got Ezekiel Elliott. They gonna do this right here. Da da da. They gonna hit you with Tony Pollard. They they are screaming this to their lungs, and the players are probably in practice in shells. You know, locking up, looking good. Way to go, yeah. But when the game starts, something happens. And I, and I can I don't know the mentality of a defensive player because well, I've seen this where – but I'm going to tell you what is easy to do for one game. That is to stop the run. That's easy to do for one game. When you look at the, the makeup of the Green Bay Packers, for years, right, for the last four, five, six years, yes. they had no defense, right? They struggled. And everything mm-hmm. was, we're just going to shoot this thing out, Okay. Let them score. We got 12. We'll figure it out. Then they begin to put a little bit of emphasis on paying some DBs, some safety, some cornerbacks, drafting, getting some pass rushers in. And their mindset is, I don't know this for a fact. I'm giving you my educated opinion. Their mindset is this. We got 12 on our side. We're probably going to score a lot of touchdowns. That's right. They're not going to be able to run the ball the entire game. And if we're able to get up to – Three scores. That's what they now have to do. They got to play catch up. So they're basing their team as a whole is we're going to be able to always be in a scoring position because of the bad man. Mm -hmm. Teams are always either going to be in a dogfight with us or trying to catch up to us. And whenever you're in that type of mode, you can't run the football. If Aaron Rodgers is up two, three scores, you're always thinking in the back of him. He's not a quarterback that's going to put his foot like that's not that's not going to put his foot on your throat. Mm-hmm. He's not going to throttle it down. If he's up seven, he wants to be up fourteen. If he's up fourteen, he wants to be up twenty-one. He ain't getting the ball. Aaron Rodgers don't want to run a four-minute drill. That ain't his style. Aaron Rodgers wants to go a thousand miles an hour, put put the pedal to the metal, and beat the brakes off of you. So defensively is okay. How do we put together a plan? Well, let's go. If we're going to be in shootouts, let's make sure we have the guys that can win in the shootouts defensively. Have some good safeties, some decent defensive some backs. Pass rushing corners. Uh, uh, excuse me, defensive ends. And some pass rushers. Because we want to put teams in positions where they can't run the ball down our throats and they can't eat up the clock. So once they, once they get back to that position, it's, it's like Nate said. It's much easier to manufacture a game plan to stop the run for one game. It's a lot harder to find pass rushers. It is. This is why they pay those guys 90 plus million dollars. So if I can get a decent pass rusher or pass rushers, I'll take them and then try to manufacture game plans to stop said run depending on what team I'm playing. 
I'm playing the Cowboys, cool. You got Ezekiel Elliott, fine. But if I'm playing whoever else, the Eagles, the e- who got a decent run game. Now they got, oh, but see, they what they didn't, what they couldn't count for is they is the Eagles quarterback. You see, they as much as we tooted that what? horn, <laughs> much as we've tooted that stopping. horn. <laughs> It's can't still, pause it's that still long about two What do we do? You gotta have the next word ready to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We 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 went up to New Orleans and tried to ram it down their throats. And it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So that 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 lets you know that regardless of what we think of Dak, they don't think that just yet. Do they ever let him throw it? Yeah. So Green Bay got it got it handed to him last third last Thursday because they quarterback and throw. I'm talking about the Eagles. Mm-hmm. They they let him throw. When they panic, they throw. When we panic, we run. Now you can say what you want. Do you do they change that? That's my theory. When they when we panic over there, we run. When every other team panic, they throw. <laughs> let me ask you a question. <laughs> Who are you more in love with, Carson Wentz or Fletcher Cox? Man. Mm. If you had to pick a bromance, because you like both of those guys. <laughs> I, I, you know you what? As much as I love defense and as much as I think of, of defensive players, this thing is about the quarterback, man. Mm. This, this thing is about the quarterback. If you if you got one of those, I mean, that can put a team on his shoulder, man, and, and tote the team, it's hard to beat. Because the other things, you can fit around them. And, and they ain't got to be amazing. You know, you, you don't have to have an amazing running back. You don't have to have an amazing offensive line if you got the quarterback. Because for seven years, that's what Rodgers has been doing. For seven years. <laughs> I, you know, I always laugh because at the end of the day, when Roger decides to hang him up, the Green Bay Packers did him so like Wrong. do you do you do you understand that they had the audacity? The Green Bay Packers had the audacity for two seasons to line up Ty Montgomery as his start. They said to him, hey, you know what? We're going to line up a, a former wide receiver to play running back. Do you? That is the, that is the ultimate slap in the face to an all-time great player. To where they it's – a, it's, a, it's, a it's, it's a nod to the, it's a nod of the hat to Aaron Rodgers and say, put anybody out there. Devontae Freeman, he wasn't a high draft pick. Devontae Freeman wasn't some guy that we all touted about coming out of the college. He he developed in that system behind guys like Greg Jennings and, and Graham and all those other guys. They had the – Ty Montgomery was wearing number 88. And this is was the threat that you gave one of the best quarter – but he had the ability, his arm, his skill set – to change the play, to put him in the correct spot, to deliver the ball to certain people when it had to be delivered, he had the ability, it's probably only two or three of them in this league, that can erase the mistakes and put of the band-aid. Of a whole organization. Of a I whole see, organization. All right, I've, I've got to raise a red flag here. I mean, a couple weeks ago, you guys were talking about how Prescott's taking this next step, and he's oh, there and all and this. I'm with now, you, you're, now you're uh, talking no, like no. you can't, no, no, we can't no, trust no, him. No, we don't no, have confidence no, in him. No, 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 no. You guys, no, you guys no, were no. talking about We were no. all talking about I was saying We're talking about Aaron Rodgers right now, though. I know, but I'm just saying that. I asked a question yesterday. You're saying Prescott can't do it. I asked a question. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I asked a question yesterday that simply said, okay, I understand Keller Moore. 
I understand they got Coach Kitt. I understand what he did. I asked the question, when do we hand the reins totally to our quarterback? I asked that same question when you walked in there. I'm serious. I want to see Dak take over a game. I, I ain't talking about no two-minute drill. It going to come time. We playing a schedule that dictates at some time Dak going to have to take over a game. I want it, and I want to see it. Because once you do that right there, now you put yourself on another level that cannot be questioned. Now teams really look at you and not say, I'm going back into a cover two. I think our four can beat their five, and I'm going back into a cover two, make the plays. That's that's all. If, if that's too much to ask for from your fourth-year quarterback, if that's a little bit too much to ask for, well, I'm sorry. You, you, you can't get the way you want to go if your quarterback can't take you there. That's first and foremost. I just said right here, you asked me, how many years y'all heard me talk about Fletcher Cox? Even before my man got there, I'm like, man, Fletcher Cox is a killer. Well, I would take Car- a healthy Carson Wentz seven out of tw- seven out of six times over 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 this dude. <laughs> yeah, because if you got a quarterback, just like he just said, how you gonna go out and get a wide receiver, put him in the backfield, and leave Aaron Rodgers hanging out like that? He can't pick up no third down blitzes. <laughs> he can't pick up no third down blitzes. You got two sorry offensive linemen. Your whole defense is forty years and older. Dak ain't had to play with that yet. So is he not being given that chance to cut loose, I, or is he that, just can't do that's it? That's the question I'm asking. Yeah. That, Kurt, one day we're going to come in here and we're going to have this conversation. I'm going to say, Kurt, remember what I've been asking for? Man, I just saw either I'm going to be saying, Kurt, six games, and I'm like, we squeaked by this, and uh, we lost this one. And do I think he is trending up? I do. Yes, I, I, he is. And trust me, I said that the day that I came on here, I was probably the last non-believer on the Dak Prescott train. But the New Orleans Saints said to us last week, <clears throat> Ford's going to have to beat us. Mm-hmm. And he didn't. He didn't. For, for whatever reason, they sat back and said, we're going to be in a cover two all day, and we're going to stop 21. Yeah. Four. You're going to have to beat us. And he didn't. Now, that doesn't, that's not an indictment on who he is nah, nah, or his sure whole not. career or what he's going to be going forward in a game that mattered. And this may come down to a point where it's, it's week five now, but when we get to week 16 and 17, whether you're in the playoffs or wild card, whatever it is, that game may be the determining factor whether you have home field advantage or not. Or where you go on you know, the second round. If you win a division, okay, cool. You got you know you, you get a home game. But then now where you go? Do you got to go back to New Orleans to play another game? You don't want that situation again. I'm, I'm, so these are the type of games when you're talking about playing within the conference that in a 10-12 game, and you know what I'm saying? Like no one has said it. And, and and Kurt, this is you you've you've been around long enough. You've heard this term before many, many a times. This is a what? A copycat league. So what's to say with the with the injured offensive line? Uh, I'm telling you right now, Amari Cooper is not healthy, right. and and there's a huge difference between being able to go and being able to go. Like he's able to go and play, he ain't himself. He ain't 100. percent He participating right now. So what's to say? What, what, what's to say that the Green Bay says? What New Orleans do? 
Cool. We'll go cover two. We'll shade the safety over the top wherever number 19 goes. I don't know if Gallup's going to play or not. To me, two weeks after uh, uh, a meniscus surgery, a little bit early for me. Yeah, it seems A little like bit that. early for me. I had the surgery a little bit earlier for me. Now, is he just trying to get back to get back, or is he actually ready to go? Because an athlete, a competitor is going to tell you, I'm ready, coach. No, I can go. No athlete's ever going to tell you if he what, he's not worth his weight nothing. If he said they're going, they're not going to do it. That's why you can't allow us to don't don't evaluate when you're doing don't health let evaluation. Us evaluate us. Don't, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm going to tell you I can go. So I don't know what Michael Gallup is going to be. Compromised offensive line. What's to say that Green Bay says we're going to do what the Saints did? Right. And now what? Let me ask you a question. All right. Who are you asking, me or Kurt? Kurt. Kurt. Because Kurt posed a great question. You know. Why are we not tooting Dak's horn? And I'm going to quit using the word toot because no. y'all eyes. <laughs> I like that you followed it up with actual sentences. Yeah, you said toot. You just said uh, and paused. Right. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> now, you cannot sit up and tell me because all of us kind of think the same when it comes to certain things. You can't tell me. You got that schedule pulled mm-hmm. up? Yeah. Most of the teams you got the Dallas Cowboys losing to have an elite quarterback. Um, yeah. Why yeah. did you do that? Because they have an elite quarterback surrounded by other good players. I mean. You just answered your own question, brother. Yeah. You just answered your own question. And if it wasn't the elite quarterback that you went went for, it was the elite coach that you went for. Am I correct? Yeah, I think I had him losing. Yeah, I can't remember who I am. But yes. Or a combination right. of both. Yeah, and See, that's what I'm trying to tell people yeah. is – when you take over, when you see a quarterback, like even even one no one nobody a better guy. Like you have a commander in chief in every great war that sits behind the scenes. That's the offensive coordinator, and he and he directing to his guy, you know, General Patton or somebody like that. But Patton is on the field. He's like, oh no, tell him boy back there. Drop us a bombs, a couple of bombs up in here, because these dudes ain't backing up. So we need to soften this thing. You get what I'm saying? I get you. I we follow talked, you. We talked even last year about is, but is Prescott? Is it him or is he not being? Is he being held back? The coach is not letting him do this, or is he he the one that, that's not? That playing? is why I kind of asked Jesse, but I don't want to go into his his. Uh, he, he has a a bond with his with his friend, and I'm not gonna go there, but. The question I'm always asked is, it comes a point in a quarterback's career where you're so comfortable. You're like, you know what? Win, lose, or draw, this going to fall on me. And I'm seeing something just slightly different. And it don't happen all the time. It just happens in certain games. It don't, it don't happen. I've seen Troy, we went a game against the Redskins. where We, we was going to lose that game. And Troy, like, Troy just told, like, man, we ain't losing. No, sir, we're not losing this game. And he went to the sideline and said something to Norm, and just and all of a sudden we just went. The one example that I have is arguably one of probably the biggest play in my career. Okay? We're talking about we're in overtime against the Niners. Mm-hmm. And I'm standing right next to Tony Romo. And Jason Garrett calls a play called 585 Harvey's. Simple, basic play that we've run a thousand times. Tony, <laughs> Tony shakes his head and goes, "All right, f this. Here we go. Let's go win this game." <laughs> and in that moment, he said, "What he called ain't gonna win this this game." Right. 
I'm out here. I know what I see. I know what I've seen all game. Right. I'm hurting. I'm ready to go home. <laughs> yeah. And he called the play. Now, this is a person who, leading up until that game, I didn't have many reps with Tony Romo outside of practice. There wasn't this, there wasn't this long amount of history that he and I had together. But he said, here's what it's, here's what it's gonna be. We're gonna call this play, we're gonna call this play was called poker. Right. And he got the look that he wanted. He play action faked it over the top. Now, if he runs the play that Jason Garrett ran in that particular moment, I don't know the outcome. Maybe I catch a 15-yard Harvey route, break a tackle, and I actually go score. But it was in that moment that the quarterback said, I get what he just called, but I know this offense so well. I've been in this game and doing it so well, and I know what I'm seeing and I know what I'm doing, that I know what's going to work. They've been biting up all day. And he changed the play and he went for it. And it mattered. And it won a game. He, you know, see what I'm saying? So, yeah. I just don't know if Prescott's there yet from a maturity level. Right. And but so you have to, but for when, him. When does it start? But he has, well, I mean, he has to take the reins and show yeah, them. Yeah. I mean, Romo was 30 something years old at that point. He'd been in the starting for ain't got six, seven but that years. But that, that, that ain't got that wasn't the first. So? That wasn't age, the first time he's done that. Age though. don't have to do it. It's well, not, knowing but, the offense. Yeah. Is is he there yet when he walks up to the line to see coverages and to really understand? Because when you get that knowledge, can't nothing stop you. Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe he's not at that point yet. If he's not at that point in year four, Kurt, I, I, no. I, if he's, I'm, I'm saying because you hear quarterbacks talk about, you know, they're by the time their mind is where it needs to be, their bodies, you know, they're losing their body. No, nah, takes a nah, while. that ain't happening with Wentz. <sighs> That, oh, you love you nah, some wins. You do love you some wins. Nah, that ain't. Well, okay, that the, didn't happen with Tom Brady in his third year. The I only, mean, I hate to go to the studs, <laughs> but that didn't happen with, with, with Rodgers. When, when he well, he had two years on the bench, too. Yeah. The you only know. thing that I would say, and I know, the only thing that I would say is just the early part of this more – Dakota Rain, Rain Dakota Prescott relationship. Okay, it's 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 an early relationship. Yes. And for 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 Kellen, he's still figuring this thing out. Mm-hmm. Like he like make no mistakes about this. Last week he got his butt whooped, and that's okay. You get your butt whooped when you're a rookie at something. You learn from it. But him going out and trusting Dak. It's still a work in progress. They don't have the relationship there yet. Even though they were teammates, it's a, you're in a different ball game when now you're responsible for calling the plays. But one of the things that Dak has to do is Dak has to sometimes say, I got this. Yeah. To show Kellen Moore, you, I got it. Right. You can trust me. Let, let loose. Let go. But you have to be able to be mature enough and almost arrogant enough in a good way. In a good way to say, let me go out here and show him. Now, don't don't be arrogant and be wrong, <laughs> right? You got to be right when you go to be arrogant. When you, when you when you go to step out on that thing, you got to be right. And that is that, that that's that thing that goes. It's that aha moment where where the light bulb goes off, and now the OC looks at you, and the coach looks at you, and they go, <coughs> "Okay, he got it." Well, my aha moment is aha. We need to take a break. Oh. and we might have a special guest caller. Oh. 
in the Oski. next segment. Oski. When we come Oski. back on Hanging with the Boys. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus. A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store and learn how to buy one smartphone and get a second one on us. Based on GWS1 score September 2018. Now's a good time to tell you that SeatGeek is the new source of tickets for all your football needs this season. SeatGeek makes managing tickets easy, whether it's buying or transferring to a friend. They even tell you the best deals for every game based on their deal score technology, which rates every seat on historical data, price, and location. Download the SeatGeek app on your phone and take $20 off your first purchase using code DALLAS at checkout. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. Work the Cowboys way and channel the winning business tradition of the Dallas Cowboys and the Jones family at Formation. This dynamic workspace provides an elevated work experience on the STARS aspirational campus with exclusive membership options available to meet varying needs. Choose from open workspaces, dedicated desks, and private offices to leverage our home field advantage for your individual business success. Limited memberships are available now, so apply today at Formation at the Star.com. Back to Hanging with the Boys. We are back. Single game tickets. Don't miss your chance to see the Cowboys live at AT&T Stadium this Sunday as they take on the Green Bay Packers. Get your tickets now. DallasCowboys.com. All right. Let's spend one more segment or at least a part of the segment on the Cowboys offense. We talked about Dak. Talked a little bit about the wide receivers and their health. Let's get back into the the offensive line. Tyron's out. That's a given. Mm Mm-hmm. Word popped up today that your right tackle is not in the best health. That's mm-hmm. the anchors of your offensive line on each end, your bookend, so to speak. What happens if Lyle misses? Mm. Who take one? Who takes that spot? They're they talking about the, your left guard, Connor Williams, going to that. So moving Connor out to your right yeah. tackle, and then you still you still got Adam Redman. You know, Brandon Knight. I'm looking for him. I think yeah, Brandon yeah, Knight. He's in there. I'm going to tell you something, and this is what I do know, and I said it yesterday, and I continue to say this. And and, and some things I don't care how you take it because it's the truth. Today's starter, you pay them oogles of money, and your backup is truly a back, back, back up. (laughs) He's either a, a developing, young, fledgling player, or he a guy that can get you through maybe a half or a whole game with a, a whole lot of help. You can't have more than one of those guys in the game at a time. If you do have more than one of those guys in the game at a time, now everything is a, a three-step drop. Everything is a quick screen. Everything is a bubble screen. Everything has got to be coming out. you know. And you pray that these guys can do one thing good. Either They can either block, pass block real, real well, or they can run like the you know like demons, but nine times out of ten that ain't happening. Now you got calls that are being made, and they can do it during the preseason, or they can do it during training camp. But when you when when I ain't never played next to you, and I'm Zach Martin, I'm looking at uh, <laughs> Connor Williams, you know, 
and I'm used to our games going a certain way and we kind of on different levels, that's ugly, man. That That's, that's advantage defense. So how, how does the offensive line look if that happens? So you got Cam Fleming is going to be your left, your left tackle for sure. Right. If you kick Connor, if you don't kick Connor out. Connor is the left guard. Left guard. Then the center is Frederick. The right guard is um, Zach Martin. Zach Martin. And then Looney. And then, excuse me, then Collins play. If Collins leave out, then you take the left guard, Connor, Connor Williams, Williams, put him over there, and you bring in Sewell Yeah. How do you feel about that? First off, how do we feel about how do we feel about Cam Fleming? Because he was sh- shaky when he first had to be that last year. It's going to be that but way. He got whole, a little bit better though, right? No, it's going to be that way the whole game. It's going to be shaky the whole game. He, he, that's that's him. He's shaky. That, that's just the bottom line. They're going to have to give him some help. 40 percent of the time. Because if I'm if I'm Green Bay, you know what you know what I say? Preston Smith sitting over there living. <laughs> you know what I say? Hi, Cam Fleming. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, we're coming at your head. Yeah. So, w- until those guys on your team do something about it, we're going we're <laughs> we're to make you yeah. work today. Yeah. Well, what, is it better to, you know, if you're kicking, you're already missing two guys, and then you're going to have a third guy out of position, wouldn't it make more sense to keep those three guys where they belong and bring in a Redmond or somebody? Hold for that, that other? thought, Kurt. Oh, Write okay. that question down okay. because we're going to the bat phone. We have a very special caller that was at the game Sunday night. And I thought it'd be nice just to have him call in because this is how we do it on this show. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Montel Jordan. This is how we do it. Oh, that's pretty good, Jesse. Pretty wow, good. Wow, that was pretty good. That was very good. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? Doing great, all right, man. All right. How you doing? I'm fantastic. I'm, I'm still a little little bitter, still healing up after uh, Sunday night because I didn't see it going that way. But without question, man, all is extremely well. That is great. So tell us, tell us right here at the beginning. How did you? You're from L.A. area, right? Talking about yeah, Louisiana correct. or Los Angeles? Los Angeles, okay, the, the, right. the fake L.A., <laughs> the okay. Los yeah. Angeles. Okay. <laughs> Being from the the West Coast, how did you become a Cowboys fan? Yeah, well, I, I, you know, what's interesting is I'm 50 years old now. And so when I was a kid, you know, between the ages of, you know, eight and 15 years old, uh, being close to my dad was something that was important to me. I didn't have a really close relationship with my dad except on Monday nights. And on Monday nights, I could stay up late. Monday nights, I could eat Twinkies and drink a orange <laughs> crush. I didn't have a bedtime. I could sit close to my dad on the couch. And I could watch America's team. And even though we didn't talk much, back at that time, uh, the Oakland Raiders were out of Los Angeles and the Rams had gone as well. So we didn't even have a football team in L.A. at the time. And so my only, I guess, connectivity to my dad at the time was watching Cowboys Steelers, Cowboys 49ers, Cowboys whoever. And because they were America's team, that's where I became a diehard Cowboy fan from my childhood because it, it meant fatherhood to me it meant time spent with my dad so that's why i hadn't been able to shake it moved to atlanta thought i could try and become a falcons fan or something i i've been around the block and literally just i'm i've just got that blue and silver in my heart man i can't help it It, hey, it looked good on you sunday night <laughs> even though the outcome wasn't that great i mean that those colors look very good on you yes thank you let me tell you man it was a rough ride home because after, you know, I, I think uh, uh, the Dallas Cowboys, they, they posted, you know, on their website and everything. I, I did a drop, you know, ahead of the game. And I said, who that, 
who did uh, think the Cowboys ain't going to be 4-0 after tonight, you know? And mm. listen, it was a very, very tough. Those people were not saints on, <laughs> on the way home. I'm going to tell you that right now. It was a rough, rough, rough walk home. So, but it's all good, man. Yeah, so you've got a you've got a, a son that's playing football that's doing pretty well right now too, huh? Absolutely, I got a son who just turned sixteen. I think the only mistake that I made is that when he was very very young, uh, we skipped him ahead of grade because he was really 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 smart, you know. And so as opposed to redoing kindergarten, we went ahead and pushed him in the first grade a little early. So most of the kids he's playing football right now with are already sixteen and seventeen, you know, years old. He's a junior. Uh, in high school, he is uh, 6'3", 185 pounds, but he just turned 16, and all these other kids are like 17 and going on 18. So he's a starting wide receiver at a Christian uh, high school here in Atlanta. And uh, like two weeks ago, he had uh, he was four of, of six receptions, 150 yards, two touchdowns, and he kicks all the extra points. So uh, he's doing all right. Hey, let, let, let me let me pose this question to you, sir. This is this is the great Nate Newton, by the way. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. How you doing, sir? Uh, I'm fantastic. Good to speak with you, man. Let, let me say this here now. You know, uh, if you don't feel he's truly ready for that next step when his senior year comes, it, it's, it's always prep. certain prep schools out there that you can take him through, and it'll help him let him get the meat on his bones, and, and plus it'll give him um, a mental edge when he does get to college. So don't don't rule that out. You know, a lot of parents will okay. rule that out, but don't rule that out. You know. Now, you know, I wondered if that was possible just because of the, the NCAA rules and timelines and all that, and so I didn't know if, if he had a certain amount of time that he had to be able to stay. But like I said, we pushed him through early, and he technically will be graduating just turning, you know, 17, you know, having been turned that was, 17 that was, years that old. That was me because of the late December birthday. I was always yeah. like I was a little bit behind, yeah. but it wasn't the football. It was just the education. <laughs> you know, you can you – can, uh, <laughs> Montel, this is Jesse Holly, former Dallas Cowboy receiver. Um, hey, 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 did you get that right? I got to put mine up there too, right? I got I to make sure we all this conversation together. Um, but, you know, you can definitely, you can definitely prep him, uh, and he can do that. You know, it's almost like doing another senior year yeah. at, a, at a prep mm. school to get him, get him ready. It won't, it won't mess up with any of the NCAA eligibility. Basketball players do it all, all the, the time. time. They do it all, all the, the time. Fantastic. They prep him all the time. Um, but my, 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 question, uh, my question to you Seeing the game last Sunday, being a part of it, and you know how the, how the, how we came out of the gates three and red hot, kind of sputtered a little bit this last Sunday. What do you think some of the adjustments need to be for the Cowboys to get this thing back to the winning ways? Well, you know, I, I was I, I loved the, that I had an opportunity to be able to see what happened on Sunday and to actually be in the building to witness it because. You know, the reality is sometimes I guess you got to get punched in the mouth, you know, to, to make sure that you actually know you're in a fight. Uh, and literally when you look at, you know, that we played the Giants and we played Miami, Risky. there was already talk that, okay, these are kind of the whipping boys of the, you know, the, the, the chew toys of the league at this point right now. You know, even though we're, we're talking about professionals, consummate professionals, but still those are the teams that if you're playing, preparing to go up against Arizona or whatever, you know, you're kind of going in knowing you got that edge. And so we kind of felt like this was going to be probably the first test, even with, with uh, Drew Brees out, that this would be like the first real test uh, of the season. At least that's what I was thinking going in. Uh, and then, I guess, being in it and, being, and seeing how close it was, 
Uh, I think, first of all, we got to be able to figure out how to get the long ball going. I mean, I watched us um, kind of navigate down the field with these really, really succinct uh, short passing plays and good running and good solid, you know, nine yards here, 13 here. Two. But there was no real big until the, the very last play of the game where you pretty much get a 40, 50-yard, you know, strike into the middle of the field. Like, if we had gotten that 10 yards closer, you could have tried to get a field goal, and then you win the game by one point. And then I'm the guy in the street, you know what I'm saying, in, in New Orleans making everybody <laughs> feel bad, you know. So I think part of the adjustments are outside of Amari Cooper, um, and I think with Michael, with, with Gallup being injured and not being in that game, I think um, I didn't see enough – uh, of uh, enough vertical movement down down the field. And so even with Witten, there, there just didn't seem like there was enough movement forward. And when you got the Randall Cobbs and guys that should be able to get in that slot and get you 10 to 15, I didn't see that happening. And maybe it was just me, but I was looking, you know, for those, you know, those good advances as opposed to just getting a first down. We had a lot of, and another, you know, it comes another third down. And, and so uh, I just didn't feel like Amari got a chance to open up and with Michael being out, it just seemed like they were able to key in on him, and, and we just didn't have any vertical game. That's, that's what it felt like to me. What are your expectations for the season? What, what, what would be success for you this year? Is it making it to the NFC Championship game? Is it winning the NFC Championship? Do you have to go to the Super Bowl? Do you have to get the NFC Championship game? What, as a fan, what do you need this year? I have the same mentality that I believe, you know, I haven't been in the locker room, but I believe that when a player is in the locker room and they're coming, I don't think they're going in saying, man, I just want to make the playoffs. I just want to, you know, be a 500 team this year. I think they want it all. And when I look back at last year, when, when Jason Witten was, was out uh, and I looked at how close we got down to just getting to that Seattle game, like, to me, I thought last year we just didn't have the right tools, and so when we came back this year, they're gonna. I, I, I need them to do this deal with Dak. Uh, you know, we got Ezekiel where he needs to be now. You got your Amari deal. Got Witten back. You got some tools there. The young, you know, the young boy Michael is, is Gallup is, is doing his thing. Randall Cobb is a beast. We just haven't seen what he can do yet out of that slot and even in the backfield as a supplement to, to Zeke. Um, I think we have a great opportunity, especially, you know, the New England. I think you could have a New England Cowboys Super Bowl. I really do think you could have that. And and I, I go ahead and put New England there because even though their offense is a little suspect right now, their defense is playing lights out right now, and they're actually scary to me just from a defensive standpoint. So uh, I'm I'm stepping out there the same way I did on Twitter and on social media, and I'll take my lumps if we don't get there. But I feel like this is my year. I've waited twenty something years, you know, to be able to get back, and uh, and and I'm ready for it. And we're we're ready for it this year, man. I really think we have the team to to, to get us there this time. All right. Well, before we know you got to go, but before you go, Kurt hasn't got to say one word the whole show. Even before Sorry, you called in, I'm just he hasn't said one word. So we're going to let him ask you a question. Well, I, I'm interested to hear. We've been debating on here earlier about Prescott and. Does the team trust him? Do we have confidence in him? How do you feel about it? You think this is a guy that can carry the team? I do, and uh, I don't know. I was I was listening to something earlier today, and the, the great uh, Brett Favre was uh, talking about Dak, uh, and he even went out and just kind of said he felt like 
that this was a Dak Prescott that could take the Cowboys to a Super Bowl. And and I felt like that I felt like that last year. I felt like we didn't have the tools. I feel like this year we have the tools. I think he's poised. I love seeing him in in the pocket. I, I know he can run. He can scramble. He has that ability. But he stands back there really poised right now. Uh, and I think our offensive line is doing a pretty decent job of, of protecting him and keeping him from getting banged up back there. So um, I do think Dak. He's the even with Ezekiel and all the different things. I think I think Dak is the face of the franchise. Uh, and moving forward, um, I think he is a uh, uh, he is one of the to me he's a top five quarterback. I don't even know what the statistics are, are on that, but uh, to me he is he's definitely top five. And um, I think that we have what it takes to be able to. And this is not just you know wishful thinking. This is me looking statistically at if we can get Zeke enough touches and we can open that wide receiver game up just a little bit more. I think Randall Cobb is going to be a big part of that, man. Because if they, he could take some of that pressure off Amari, uh, we got a, you know, we got a team there, man. I think Dak is, is, uh, I think he's he's where he needs to be. He's, he's not a rookie; he's a veteran now. He's got a couple of years under his belt, and I think he's tasted it. Uh, and we want to get him there to, you know, to, to celebrate with it. All right, Montel. Well, thank you so much for calling. It was good seeing you Sunday. I know you watch us on Sundays and Mondays and Thursdays. But before we go, before we let you go. Hit us with hit us with just one line. <laughs> what 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 are you talking? You tell us this is how we do it. That's what I needed right there. That's what oh, I needed, yeah. man. That's what I needed. Okay. So hope you know what? Hopefully we all party together in Miami because we're taking the show on the road if we do, and you're going to be our first guest if we make it down there. So listen, if y'all if we get to Miami, y'all gonna have to come pull me up off the beach somewhere. Cause, but I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be there with you, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And I think we got what it takes, man. I think we got what it takes. Cowboy fan for life right here. And so thank you uh, for what you guys do. Yeah, man. Thank you. And we will uh, hopefully we we'll talk to you some more during this year. Thanks for calling in. And we'll be right back on Hanging with the Boys. For your next AT&T Stadium barbecue, gear up with OtterBox, the official outfitter of tailgating. It starts with the Venture Cooler. Built tough in America, Venture keeps ice for days and days. Or stay light on your feet with Trooper Soft Coolers, perfect for packing in your signature side dishes. Tailgating wouldn't be complete without a beverage, so pour one into the OtterBox Elevation tumbler it keeps your drinks frosty and toasty discover more about otterbox line of tailgate essentials at otterbox.com now's a good time to tell you that SeatGeek is the new source of tickets for all your football needs this season SeatGeek makes managing tickets easy whether it's buying or transferring to a friend they even tell you the best deals for every game based on their deal score technology which rates every seat on historical data price and location Download the SeatGeek app on your phone and take $20 off your first purchase using code DALLAS at checkout. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. The excitement of Dallas Cowboys football is back at AT AT&T Stadium. The place is going crazy in Arlington, Texas. 
Don't miss your chance to see the Cowboys live when they host their NFC East rivals, the Eagles, Giants, and Redskins, plus the Green Bay Packers and more. Elliott works his way through and walks the dog. Single game tickets are on sale now. Get them before they're gone. First and goal, quarterback sneak. Prescott pushes up the middle. Touchdown. Visit DallasCowboys.com to get your tickets today. Back to hanging with the boys. Kurt. Kurt. Hey, uh, tailgating can be sweaty work, unloading, grilling, cornhole. Make sure your tail remains sweat-free with Tommy John. Shame, man. The breathable moisture-wicking underwear that keeps you two to three times cooler than regular I hope it does do that for you, Kurt. It does. I love me some Tommy John's. Yeah. I love me some cornhole. Yeah, we know. So I, I tell you that right here, fella. I wanna, hold on, I want to see those draws that swing open. I'm, that might get me back. Quick the, draw, the fly. Flip. Yeah, that might get me back in the draws. The fly. I like the, that the, quick draw. Yeah. I like that quick what, draw. What size I, you wear? In that's drawers? a good question. I don't know. It's been that long. Um, Probably extra large, huh? Well, well, no, not we're talking that. about, <laughs> yeah, well, talking yeah. about around your waist. No, don't go there. Don't go there, please. Don't go there. Hey, let me you say know, this. Let I'm just say saying. This. I'm just saying. If I didn't have any pants, it'd be dark in here. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Oh my God! This lights to be out. Tommy John. Let me say this, man. Just, I'm just, I'm just saying. Slash Cowboys. For just saying. The gentleman that was just on there. Montel. Y'all did not help him, man. Me and Jesse helped him. You know, y'all went with all this cowboy stuff. We have a young kid, you know what I'm saying, that's trying to get in school. Oh, you don't need that. Well, that's because Je- Jess, man. Y'all are, y'all are pillars of the community. Me and Kurt are just derelicts that do this on the side. No, man, I'm just saying, they're like, hey, let's stick to the cowboys to get his kid. I mean, I, I couldn't do it. I'm the one that brought that's his, why I got quiet. I'm the one that brought his kid uh, up, Nate. Oh, you did that out of courtesy. You didn't do that because you loved him like we, like oh, me and Jess. Oh, my Jesse. goodness. Wow, it's getting thick in here. <laughs> wow, it's getting dark. Here hey, now for another is, reason. All this, all this BS is rising up above the lights. Jesus. And then you say, we'll have you back. Yeah. Now, you don't invite it. Anthony, you don't invite it. 6'3". I mean, country you way. got country way. I mean, we're going to be lifted. Yeah. Bro, we got to throw a party. We just got to move the tables out and gear by the mic. Four or five microphones in here. Let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) All right. Kurt, you had a a good question before Montel interrupted Well, we were talking about the offensive line, and it was just, you know, moving Connor Williams to right tackle. Is that – is moving – now you have three guys out of position or not used to playing the position. Is that better than, you know, would you rather keep Williams inside? Believe me, if Coach – what's that? Colombo. If Coach Colombo believed – (laughs) <laughs> you said, oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, that, at, when the show, I can't remember names so after the show. Uh, if Coach Colombo really believe, you got going if, on. if Coach Colombo really believe that the guys, Brandon Knight, all these other guys, they were ready. They would. They, we, they wouldn't even think about moving the left guard. They, they just put is him in. His, is that his call? I'm just curious. Oh yeah, the offensive oh, yeah. line guy will make. Now I'm gonna yeah. tell you, Jason making ru- overrule a whole lot of things, but he don't want to get to be responsible for trying to find out who the best offensive line. Uh-huh. You, you, it's certain positions you got to be on every day. Yeah, offensive line is what that one position where you just can't all of a sudden just run down and say, "Hey man, let's do this dude." The offensive line coach be like, "Sir, he's not ready. Now let's do this dude." Then all of a sudden, when the, when the game over, the, opposite, the head coach said, man, why, do you, why did you let me even? <laughs> you know, that, I, you got to have a full 100% that. trust yeah. in that now. I'd agree with that. Yeah. You yeah. got you to gotta believe that offensive line coach, what he's telling you about certain Yeah. Things. We had a, a fan, Clarence, he texted or 
tweeted in. Um, he's a regular listener, and he asked, with all this movement going around, how's that going to affect then Frederick or Martin? Who are what do they have to do? They, 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 the line won't have the unity that it had, but if if I was a hundred percent sure that we would that we just run the ball. You know, early in the game, and let them get some type of rhythm, and then let that play action pass be really be working for us. If we could do that right there without getting behind, see, because is that the big key this that's week? The key. Yeah. If you, you get injured. behind with a new offensive line, it's just and you got to drop that back thing and back. You got you got to just drop back about forty times and win the game. So you got to keep them guessing, is what what you say? No, no, everything got to work. You have to keep them on their toes. Yeah, that defense. Because if you if you're in five step drops, seven step drops. And your unnecessary passing downs, it, you 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 don't help yourself. No, you don't. You don't help yourself when you have to drop back and pass in those situations where they know you have to pass. Right. It's like sitting on a fastball, knowing knowing it's coming. Knowing it's coming, mm-hmm. and 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 more often than not, they may not get the first one, but it might be the next one. And 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 I said this about the last game. It's not that the Cowboys overall played bad. Right, there's a difference between playing yeah. a ga- playing a bad game, or you know playing bad, and playing bad on situations where you need it the most. Yes, and that's what that's what the Cowboys did last week. They didn't play bad overall; they just played bad on moments when you needed them but to them make five the play. or six plays mm-hmm. that we talked. You about. see what I'm saying? It was yeah. like it was like it's like it's like when an offensive lineman can be blocking great all game, but then on the fourth and one in the fourth quarter in the final drive, you miss your block and it's a tackle for loss. But well, you didn't have a bad game. You just had a bad situation where you needed it the most. So what you don't want to put yourself in is that situation where don't get in a situation where if this is the point that we really need it, and I got to trust that my new left tackle we ain't played all year and my new right guard ain't. Just don't put yourself in, in constant situations where, man, they're coming. And, and we have to be perfect on this for it to be successful. Let me say something. The third and nine – Last week, we thought that wasn't nice. I don't think 39s this week would be terrible. <laughs> I just believe that. So we know to avoid those, we're going to have to do better on first and second down. Mm-hmm. And we also know that they're going to do everything they can to stop the runs. You, you mentioned earlier that anybody can stop the run for one game or whatever. How yeah. will they do that? How, they, how they a team a three, that's so four, bad man. against the run now going to do so? You know, how are they going to stop it? I, I, I don't know, and I could be wrong. I had to check with Broaddus, but I always thought, for me, when we played against the Steelers and they had some nice athletes, man, we could not run on them guys early. They they would be blitzing and coming with these zone blitzes and reads and, woo. It's just a matter oh of putting God. more guys in the box. That's yeah. it. <laughs> you got five Hitting in the you block, we send angles. in six. Yeah. You got six in there, we send in seven. And now you have to be able to complete things on the backside, uh, and that's what that's what it comes down to. It, it comes down to um, walking up to the line and saying, "Dog, they got eight dudes with a with a knife one, cocked and ready. I'm gonna throw this ball." So now we're back to deck. Before we get out of here, Jesse, <laughs> why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> a quarterback is going to have to win this football game. I was going to say. I, I'm kind of, even though the line's banged up and you don't want that, I'm kind of excited for this game That's for what I, we've been too. talking about because I'm with you. I think you're, you're playing number 12. We've seen what he does in this stadium. It's undefeated. Yes, and you see what he can do by himself. And I don't think this is going to be a 12-10 to 10 game. 
I think you're going to have to score points both sides of the ball. And if this line's banged up, this might be the game that Dak has to go, okay, I got to win this See, game. See, this is what I'm saying. Nobody thought that Green Bay was going to walk in there against a Khalil Mack-led team and beat the Bears. And this guy was good enough, just barely enough, to beat the Bears in the opening day. This dude against Fletcher Cox walked down the field. Should have beat him. And was a pop-up ball away mm-hmm. from beating them. Now, I'm being honest. Now, they can talk how great Green Bay offensive line is. It's not. It's not. And you can talk about uh, the little running back they got. He's up and coming. He's not. <laughs> but his wide receivers do to what he can do is, I'm promising you, man, Devontae Adams is finna do them a dirty, bro. He ain't playing. Then he ain't even playing. Mm. And watch watch how he work his jelly. Watch uh, – it, 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 it's certain guys in this league, man, that if you blink your eye, they'll hurt you. You know, they always see what you're thinking. They, not what you're doing. They always see what you think. I remember, I'm telling you, and I told this a couple of, man, we were at Brett Favre. And our defense was decent. And, and if we flinched like we were going to do something, he would just point. To, <laughs> he would just point. Like you, 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 you can quit faking. I know you coming. I know you. So come on, so I can throw this ball. <laughs> it, it was just that obvious, man. That that is a brain that I think Rogers got. Mm-hmm. It, it, I mean, you can be standing back there, walking around like oh, he can't think I'm coming. Hey, deep safety. I know you finna bite on this uh this underneath underneath drag. So I'm gonna have this boy fall right in behind. I know you you coming. <laughs> just come on. Let's get this over with. What's, Work is jelly. I like that. <laughs> Before we get out of here, what's what's one or two things you're going to be watching in this game? Offensive line. They got to show me, bro. They got to, my offensive line. I believe what happened last week don't happen often to our offensive line. I, I I got to see it get better and in a hurry because if we talking about what Kellen Moore want to do, what Dak is hoping to do, what Zeke is wanting to accomplish. It, it don't know none of this happened without the offensive line. Don't none of it happen. I've seen a great Pittsburgh Steelers team two or three years ago. Where they had it, they had every skill position player you needed. This is before Brown went mad. Mm-hmm. They had Bell. He was still, you know, he hadn't even got to the um, franchise tag. They had it, bro. Defense was okay. They offense was there. All except like two, they were missing two offensive linemen. Killed the whole season. What about you, Jesse? What, what's the matchup you're going to be looking for? Cowboys offense, Packers defense. I, I'm I, I'm the same thing. I, I I want to see Dak. Dak versus Hall. That's what I want to see. I want to see him. Like these are the moments. Mm-hmm. You you, you want to win a fan? Not a there. He's already won the fan base over. But you want to put yourself in the conversation with the guy standing across the field from you. Got to win games like this. Got to win games like this. Mm -hmm. When the chips are down, you're coming off a loss, right? Everybody's in panic mode. You're not at 100%. These are the games where you you, you strap that thing on and you go, I got this. You want him to walk in the locker room and go, relax. Relax. (laughs) Yeah. And spell it right. Right. (laughs) Let me say one more thing, fellas. Okay. 
and, and Jesse, you know this is important. If what we all wrote on those papers before this season began, we had this team a minimum of 11-game win, right? Mm, I think most of yeah. us, yep. I was okay. saying six. Let me, let me say this right here. The Saints going to win 11. They got home field advantage automatically. They beat us. Green Bay beat us, and we still win 11 games. They win 11 games. They automatically beat us. These games are very important mm-hmm. for the fact that if we really think our team is this good, home field advantage is going to play an important role. You cannot lose these games and go 10-6 and six or 11-5 and five because you're still a wild card and you're still going on the road. Kurt, what are you looking for this weekend? Well, just to be different from what they said. Come on, don't don't be different. Talk from your heart. (laughs) Well, I just I want to see what the running game does. It was awful last week, and I mean this falls on the offensive line, really. But well, he's blaming it on offensive line, man. You've been blaming it on the offensive line, so not not me. I'm I'm trying to fix the offensive line, Kurt. You've been blaming the offensive line. I'm trying to fix the offensive line. I want to see, you know. Packers are going to be gearing up to stop it. I want to see if Zeke can get yeah, back on are, track. And, uh, they are. They're going to be gearing up to stop this, bro. All right, fellas, tomorrow. What now, you? What, what's your thoughts? <laughs> what's I want to see Dak. Oh, okay. I think I, I think this is one of those games where they're going to put up some points, and I think he's got to step up and he's going to have to sling it around. I mean – Take them Tommy Johns off, baby, and sling that. Let's go. Let's go. Wow. Take them Tommy Johns off and sling that thing, baby. Hey, we're going to get a little little memo. Make the whole stadium go dark on Sunday. Oh, man. Get some spicy nuggets, baby. I got a question for – was yesterday Douglas' birthday? Was it? Oh, no. Ask him. Douglas. Yes. Was yesterday your birthday? It was. Yay! Oh, this is how we do it. I, I told him happy, happy birthday. birthday. Happy I birthday, brother. Like a dummy, I come in and not even share that. Man. I didn't even know. You I know how old Douglas that. is? Douglas ain't about 25. 20 years old. <laughs> now, he may look a little, but Douglas, how old are you? About 20? I'm a little older than that. Okay. 22? Getting closer. 27. 48. He married his wife wow. when he was 16. <laughs> uh, must be from Louisiana. Yeah, oh, <laughs> it's legal there. Better still Arkansas. As long as it's in the family, it's legal. All right, tomorrow Cowboys offense. No, no Cowboys defense. Yeah, Moment Benadryl again. <laughs> Packers offense. Aaron Rodgers and those guys in green. Kurt, thanks for being here. Jesse, thanks oh. for bringing it. Oh. Nate, thanks for bringing oh, okay. it. Douglas, Good, happy birthday, question, man. man. Great question. Thanks for keeping us on the air. William, thanks for getting all the streams going. Caden, thanks Shout out for to Kaden. not going Kaden, in the room yeah, and messing baby. things up. We'll be back we tomorrow. Hang with the boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, guys?